0: Mackenzie Johnston with Cattle News Central, bringing you your June 30th cattle industry headlines. Brought to you by AgRisk Advisors. They manage your risk so you can manage your operation. With the weather being so unstable, there is no better time to look into coverage for your feed crops. The annual forage deadline is right around the corner. With their state-of-the-art technology and second-to-none customer service, you can be confident that your policy is in good hands. AgRisk Advisors' risks averted, legacies preserved. Drovers has reported since the announcement of the -the state-of-the-art beef processing facility that is expected to be built near Rapid City, South Dakota, a lot of questions have surfaced. Many are questioning the availability of such a large number of cattle and bison. This processing facility is expected to to kill 8,000 head per day. Others are questioning the availability of a sufficient labor force. This processing plant will require 2,400 individuals to keep the wheels turning. And then others are wondering where this labor force is going to be housed. Rapid City Councilman Richie Nordstrom told South Dakota Public Radio he isn't sure where the employees are going to come from and where they're going to live. Those same thoughts were echoed by City Councilman Pat Jones when he said Rapid already has an affordable housing shortage. The population of Rapid continues to grow faster, uh, faster than the market can replace housing. Additional concerns include uh, transportation, water use and, of course, odor. The 1 million square foot facility would be built in an industrial park just south of Rapid and many are worried about heavy rail and truck traffic near their neighborhoods once this plant is up and going. Another concern is the unpleasant smells like those of the federal beef plant which was closed after a 2002 fire at its central Rapid City location. But according to Megan Kingsbury, she is basically leading the way with getting this plant built. The proposed, the proposed plant's environmental impact would be limited. Cattle would be held, uh, would be, would not, they would not be held outside, they'd be held inside. Water would be recycled on site and the plant would emit no odor thanks to methane capture technology. The advanced technology used in this plant uh, would reduce its environmental impact and allow it to run at a larger scale with fewer, with fewer workers and better conditions. Kingsbury is hoping for construction to begin next year in 2023 and if all goes as planned, they will open their doors come 2026. This update is also sponsored by 4T Ag Insurance, your go-to contractor for Ag Insurance. Colt Tritt, he is the owner and operator of 4T Ag. He is a one-man show. He himself ranches, so he understands all the risks that go along with the livestock industry. If your operation is not already enrolled in PRF insurance, now would be a great time to reach out to 4T Ag and get enrolled. And if you want to learn a little bit more about 4T Ag and check out everything they have to offer, head on over to their website, www.4tag.net that is the number four tag.net drovers has also reported Nebraska ranchers Dean and Jared Lurwick of gearing Nebraska have received approval from the gearing from the gearing city council to reopen a meatpacking plant in the town the plant will process 40 head per day five days a week in the former Packerland plant that has been shuttered since 2005. Packerland was originally built to process about 400 head per day, but the Lurwicks plan to operate the facility at 400 to 800 head per month. The plant will employ, will employ 10 to 15 individuals right off the bat, and if, and if everything goes as planned by the end of this year, they plan to grow that number to 20 individuals. The Lurwick family operates Pumpkin Creek Ranch, and they plan to call this business Pumpkin Creek Meat Company. After obtaining the go-ahead from the Gearing City Council, Dean and Jared are now working to secure an investor group to get the business started. If they can get this done, they will start building this fall and open next spring. Finally, Drovers has also reported, as it stands today, more than 45% of the contiguous U.S. is experiencing drought. Many parts of the Southwest are dealing with severe, extreme, or exceptional drought conditions, and no state has it worse than Texas. Texas is already setting records with more than 80% of the state-facing drought conditions so far this year. Some are already making comparisons to the drought of 2011, saying this year could actually eclipse 2011 as the state's worst drought. 2011 was the driest year on record for Texas, causing an estimated $7.62 billion loss for livestock and crops. That is all I have for you guys this morning. That is all I have for you guys this week. I hope you all have had a great week. I hope you guys have stayed cool. It was a miserable day here on Wednesday. I think the winds blew up to 40 mile an hour wind and it got up to 101 degrees and I'm starting to count down the days until winter. So I hope you all have a great weekend. Uh, Stay cool. Uh, I hope you all have a wonderful 4th of July. I will be back next Tuesday on the 5th of July. Um, But the 4th of July, make sure you slow down and remember how great it is to live in this uh, wonderful nation, uh, our freedom. We never take it for granted. Uh, We need to remember all those individuals that uh, served, continue to serve, and especially those that paid the ultimate price for us to live free and, uh, and enjoy the celebration of the 4th of July. So again, have a great weekend. I'll catch you next week.